Blog Talk Radio. Wednesday again, believe it or not, and this is Anne. Um, I hear some background noise. Um, hmm. Do you, oh, it's still it's still a little bit of the recording ha- hanging on. Let's get the dateline in. Today is uh, Wednesday, and it's the 14th day of May, the year 2014, and uh, we're all gathering once again uh, to connect with Dr. Catherine E. May. And her cosmic guests have no idea, no idea who they are. Sometimes even Catherine is in for a surprise. But uh, who is Dr. May? Who is Dr. Catherine E. May, a practicing clinical psychologist in New York? Uh, She just moved her offices from the city to her home. How nice Uh, in upstate New York in the Hudson Valley area. So much better than that long commute. And uh, the uh, the work that Dr. May does as a practicing clinical psychologist is far more than that title. Um, as a child, she uh, had abilities that she presumed everyone else did and found out differently and actually tried to squash them because uh, people didn't understand and they're not very kind about things they don't understand. But they've all come back into play as she was able to help her clients as a practicing psychologist and today even further. And most of her time today is focused in uh, helping this beautiful planet with her ascension along with all of her children here on the surface of Earth. So Dr. May has a website which is known as whoneedslight.org, whoneedslight.org. There's also a book offered on the page, Book and Author, and the name of the book is Who Needs Light, which Mother God has told us is as close to a manual for ascension that we will ever have. So be sure and go to Dr. May's site. Uh, She's giving the book away. Um, Of course, if we're able to pay for it, we most certainly don't want Dr. May to be buying our books for us. But for those that are not able... We don't want to ever feel that someone uh, was deprived of this vital information because of lack of funds. So uh, there's choices for everyone on how to purchase this book. And uh, Dr. May also, as you will see when you go to her website, there is a page called Visual Centering. This is the unique ability that took decades to perfect Dr. May was the only student of Amos who, I have to say it right now, after he passed, 
Dr. May found it was actually an incarnation of Sanat Kumara. Uh, and Dr. May and her dear, dearest, closest friend, Amos, spent decades perfecting this technique, which she's now teaching to others, and they can do it. Uh, so you'll see that on the page it says visual centering. And it's because of this unique ability that Dr. May has become such a uh, an asset to the uh, communication lines between the cosmic beings and those of us here on Earth. And uh, that's what's going to happen tonight. We're going to hear from, uh, I don't know who our guests will be, but they will. They're standing by, and they will come in through Catherine's switchboard, so to speak. And uh, at this point in time, Catherine, I'm just going to turn it over to you. I think uh, that's that's enough for people to, if they're new, and if not, we're all just eager to hear from you. So what's up today, Catherine? Hi. Thank you. We're going to have to work on shortening the introduction a bit, I think. People who've already been here must be tired of hearing about me. Um, So what's new this week? Sananda's been coming through a lot this week. Um, And also the Council of One. They're keeping very close tabs on us. um, And people who are experiencing, you know, an awakening, getting better at hearing um, their higher self or the guides and and uh, masters that come to speak with them are, are becoming more and more aware of their presence. They're very much involved with us right now. They're very much cheerleading for us to help us raise our vibrations. Um, and as Peter often says, Peter Olson, some of you have listened to his call. I really recommend it on Tuesday nights. Um, Peter has said they're cheerleading for us, and that is exactly what they do. A lot of people have gotten very um, upset at times when they say, you know, we're almost there. It's going to happen. It's coming right around the corner. And then it doesn't to come to fruition well mainly they're there to help us raise our vibration enough so that we make it happen and when we're when they cheerlead like that for us it really does raise our vibration now it's our job if they do predict that something's going to happen and it doesn't happen it means it didn't happen yet it means we didn't get our vibration high enough. And there weren't enough of us getting our high vibration going. So we are moving. As we were told last week, we've jumped many timelines. The, um, the destiny that many thought would be what would happen to planet Earth you know, as of December 21st, 2012, remember how many people were talking about the end of the world? You don't hear people talking about that anymore because it's gone. That timeline is long gone. We have uh, superseded it. Is that the right word? We've leaped over it. We've left it behind. 
So anyone who thinks that nothing is happening is really not paying attention because if if you're even partially awake, I would think you're feeling these energies that go through. It's like, ooh, every few minutes or every few hours you can feel like that elevator feeling, you know, when you come down fast in an elevator. The whirlies, I think of it as. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're, we're being worked on all the time now. I know they used to do it in our sleep, and they still do that, of course, but now it feels to me like it's all day long. So I feel that a lot way, more Catherine. It's just, so, it's just such a, a lightheaded, dizzy feeling. You know, it, it, it's unmistakable. We're just not the way we used to be. Right. As many have said, we're being, our DNA is being shifted into a crystalline mm-hmm. organism. So we don't have any experience with that in this lifetime, so a lot of people are running to the doctor and saying, oh, I just don't feel right, I have a headache, I'm, I feel this funny feeling in my head. Well, no, it's ascensionitis. And we can thank them for it because... Look how things are changing. I don't know about everybody else, but I get, um, of course, I'm tuned into the emails from some uh, progressive political organizations, but the work that's being done these days is just fabulous. People are taking back our country. They're working hard in the whole area of legal changes Things are being put in place, folks. A lot is happening behind the scenes. So I asked about, um, oh, I did get a notice about who was going to be here. Sananda is going to be here. Oh. Oh, and Germain. Ooh. Um, we haven't heard from St. Germain in a long time. Mm-hmm. Seems mm-hmm. like it's been a long time, Yeah. Well, I asked him about it. He said he didn't want to say too much for a while. And and mm-hmm. I, you know, usually I used to talk to him every day. But whenever he's not around, I know it's, mm-hmm. he is really busy. And last mm-hmm. night he, he'd been working 24-7. And, of course, oh. they can do that because they don't have to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no. They literally Easy for work. him to say. <laughs> yeah. They literally work 24-7. Yeah, they do. So that's what they've been doing. And they are all on it. I mean, every, uh, you know, the entire company of heaven and I think everyone from around the universe is here to send love and energy to help us. So if we can't do this, it's not because they didn't try to help us. They can't, they're not going to come down here and rewrite the laws for us. They're not going to come down in a in a policeman's uniform and arrest people. At least not yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if we can't do it now, there's something wrong. 
So we're getting a lot of information, and we'll see what they have to say. So tonight, Sananda oh, yeah. and Jermaine, mm-hmm. um, we, we probably will keep this to a, a little bit shorter call, mm-hmm. maybe an hour and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I am working on putting together both the new scriptures to create an e-book and... Um, when God pinched my toe, so that can come out in book form. So we will mm-hmm. have three books out to help people with their ascension. So the when God pinched my toe and the new scriptures will be e-books. Um, there already is an e-book of Who Needs Light. That's that's sold through either the publisher, um, which is Author House, or oh, that's Amazon. huge, isn't it? That that would be a huge. Uh... Uh, who needs light is an ebook. I didn't know that. Huh? Yeah, they, it's sold through Amazon. Uh-huh. But initially, um, Mother, Father, God said they would really prefer that people have the book. Oh yeah, because it's 500 pages. It's just not yeah. just reading it on a Kindle or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's important to have it to carry around with you to write, you know, on the pages. Mm-hmm. It's, um, as somebody said, it's not a read, it's an experience. <laughs> so it's something you kind of have to work at and, and live how's with. Your, how's your supply, Catherine? Are you all stocked up again now? Oh, I've had plenty of books, yeah. Yeah. There's no problem with, um, at least not right now. We do mm-hmm. appreciate when people pay for the book because that makes it possible for me to buy more. If yeah. I'm only paying the postage, I will not have the money, you know, to buy more books. But we right. can hope for the RV, and, you know, when that happens, I'll be happily giving away books. Um, but I do have to buy them. And a 500, I don't need to tell people a 500-page book is not cheap to buy, yeah. even for the author. So... Um, we're doing, you know, I, I Leslie was doing the books for me, and she's having some physical problems, so I'm still looking for someone to help if there's someone near us in our area. Um, we have the whole thing automated, you know, the labels and so on. So um, it's not a lot of time, but if somebody can take over that process, it's a great help to me. So that's where we are now. Um, mm-hmm. I I did want to mention, and you know, maybe you can fill in on this. I've uh, now that I'm back home, I can do more more individual sessions. So I do mm-hmm. I do do uh, visual centering sessions on Skype, and I also do um, past life regressions and talk to people's guides and. Um, can you know call in whoever? Well, they you want. know, the other day um, we had uh, we invited Michael Elijan on um, mm-hmm. because he's been doing that. A lot of people have known of him for decades, mm-hmm. and uh, but he's booked. He is, um, you know, he is is full all the way through May, and and uh, um, people are are. They they didn't realize that they could actually have personal conversations uh, with those who are overseeing them, 
and uh, you can do exactly the same thing. So um, how would they get in touch with you, Catherine? I know, you know, that since they heard Michael, they're intrigued and want to, you know, get a, a little inside knowledge about their own connections and their mission, their purpose, and and mm-hmm. uh, who, who they can call on when they when they need to call on someone. Um, how would they get in touch with you to set up something like that? Well, there's a page um, on the website, Private Sessions. Okay. Right? Okay. You built that, <laughs> I think. Yeah, that's right. Well, I knew it said Private Sessions, but I didn't know um, that it was, um, I don't know, I wasn't that familiar when I built that with what was mm-hmm. entailed in Private Sessions. And uh, since this came up having Michael, um, it's uh, something that people, if they, you know, it's brought it to their attention and it's available right here through you as well. So Mm -hmm. we just need to let people know that, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do very similar things. Uh Oh, that's good, good. My, My work tends to be a little more tailored, individually tailored, so people can talk to... Mm-hmm. You know, their mother, their guide, their master, whoever they want, their higher self, wh- whoever mm-hmm. want to check in with. So mm-hmm. I have been doing that some, and since we're not traveling, I have a little more time. Yeah, yeah, traveling takes it out of you. It takes well, energy I, to do these channelings. It takes energy, I know. Yeah, it does. But when I'm traveling, I'm I'm working with the people I'm seeing on the road, too, so... Sure. I do a lot of That's right. I do a lot of individual sessions when we're on the road. So we're back here in High Falls now and it's been really mm-hmm. lovely. This spring is beautiful. So it's a great time to be home. So let's see what Sananda has to say. Okay. And I'm I'm asking them who wants to go first. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're so funny. <laughs> They're playing this. No, after you. No, after you. <laughs> oh, don't you love it? They're, they're teasing me. <laughs> okay, I think Sananda's going to come first. So. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll just give you a couple minutes. Not a couple minutes. I know Sananda's popped in and out uh, throughout the day lately. So he's not mm-hmm. far he's away here. at all. Just yeah, go ahead and have your little sip of water and and uh, get yourself situated so Sananda will be comfortable there with you. And uh, we'll just give this little brief bridge here because it's my feeling that Sananda's already prepared to speak with us. Um, are you here, Sananda? Yes, indeed, I'm here. Hello, everyone. Well. I gave a message this afternoon to Catherine to give to all of you. I hope many of you had a chance to read it before the show. We were talking about oneness and what it feels like when you ascend. I know everyone has had so many questions and I also know you have many new followers and many new folks tuning into these shows. So 
We're delighted about that. And they always have questions. You know, you're coming from a three-dimensional world which was based in fear. And so all the questions for newcomers come out of a sense of dread and fear. So this is the element that we're trying very hard to eliminate, to help people overcome, and to even see it. I mean, if you're not, if you're not familiar with the calls that we've done in the past, and if you're not familiar with our approach, um, many people still associate spirituality with the kind of religion that they've been taught. And most religions, let's face it, are trained, are, are designed to train people to have fear, to be ashamed, to think constantly about what we think of as self-conscious thoughts. Oh dear, what if I get caught doing this? Oh no, what if someone sees me doing that? to such a degree that anyone who's simply raised in, well, well, let's this is English-speaking mostly, so anyone who's been raised in an English-speaking culture or a Western way of life is is, um, encouraged to be self-conscious, to feel shame and dread. This is the uh, the feeling, the experience of life that we're trying to help everyone to overcome. How can you feel joyful and anticipate your own ascension if you're in a place where your first response is dread? Now, Catherine has talked some about the work that she does, the visual centering. The main work, which is so important for everyone to do now, is to literally rewire your brain so that those channels that went directly from any strong feeling, any intense feeling at all, to fear is what you call a fight-or-flight response. This is the thing that creates misery in everyone's life. If it's not you having a fight or flight response, it's your best friend or your mother or your boss. It makes life unbearable. This is the thing that we are trying to help you change. It's really very simple. You cannot raise your vibrations if you're in a state of fear. This is why the cabal very cleverly figured it out early on that if they could find ways to make people feel fear, they could control them. And so they set about creating a culture of fear. Yes. The United States, where everyone thinks they're free, 
is really a culture of fear. A large amount of that also exists in places like Canada, certainly in the South American countries, in Europe, anywhere that the capitalist, what you call the capitalist system, has held sway, has created poverty. And all you have to do is drive through, you don't even have to live there, just drive through a poor section of town and you will feel dread and fear. Not necessarily because you're afraid of the people there, but because it reminds you, if you should lose your job, you too could end up in poverty. Many people are hearing about their neighbors and friends who are losing their houses. This is not an accident. This was planned, just as the Great Depression was planned. And guess who created the idea that if you have a depression in your country, the best thing to do would be to start a war. And then the machine starts up and everyone has a job and everyone's making money. Well, certainly the people at the top are making money. Others are just scraping by. That has been the basis of your culture, of your financial systems, and what you call the economy of the Western world. And, of course, it has been exported to the East as well. It just took a little longer. Is it any wonder that people live in fear? If you turn on your television set, every advertisement is about illness or how you look terrible and you should fix it or how you can get a loan or how you can take more drugs to help your headache, your stomachache, your decrepit body that's probably falling apart, and if you don't feel it yet, you will soon. (laughs) It has been a very dark time on this planet, hasn't it? Now, those of you, did I get you all fully depressed? I hope not. (laughs) Of course, we have to point these things out. Because these pitfalls are all around you. Now, a few weeks ago, we talked about being mindful and being responsible for the things you create and the things you pass on. If you are someone who acknowledges, yes, sometimes you're a control freak, sometimes you're um, anxious, well... I have a very easy formula for you. Stop it. (laughs) Yes, you can. You can decide. That is an instrument of the cabal. Anxiety, worry, and if I indulge in it, I am creating darkness. Yes, beloved ones, 
feeling anxious is creating darkness for yourself and for those around you. Put your foot down. Now is the time. Refuse. Simply refuse to be anxious because the anxiety comes from a thought. Oh no, I'm going to lose my job. Well, we've been teaching you, haven't we? When you start thinking in that way, you will create what it is you're thinking about. So if you want to lose your job, then think about losing your job. If you want to be ill, think about being ill. If you want to be comfortable, if you want to live in abundance, picture yourself living in abundance. And beloved ones, you will experience it. Things have speeded up, you know. Now you only need to really declare yourself. I need $1,000 to sign up for the course I want to take so that I can develop a kind of expertise that I really am interested in. I promise you, you will find the money to do it. It will show up. The universe has a way of doing that. Of finding what you want and sending it your way. And the more you insist upon it, the more likely it is that it will arrive. And sometimes just in the nick of time. Yes, it's true. But it will come. If you say to yourself, oh, I'm so unhappy I can't take any courses because I don't have any money, you won't get the money. You won't take the courses because that's what you've planned. It is very simple, isn't it? It's just that it's taken a long time for people to acknowledge that it really is as simple as it sounds. What you declare, you create. We have called that the law of attraction. We've explained it to you, as have others. It's taken quite a long time for people to really accept. It is true. Look around you. People who have a positive outlook. Now, does that ring true, uh, familiar to you? You remember from the 50s and the 60s, there have been the um, positive thinking gurus. They were right. These ideas have been around for a long time. It is the people who are positive and who are kind, who find a way. They may not be wealthy. This is not what we're saying, that the money will come pouring down on you, although it might. There are plenty of people who are rich, who are neither kind nor positive, 
but that's another story. So given how easy it is and how abundant the resources are around you, you can make it happen. Whatever it is you really need, whatever it is you really want, declare it to be so. And it will happen. And along the way, we will celebrate. And we also will send things your way because we see your, your prayers. We see your positive thinking. We see the flow of energy you create. Yes, we do. This is how we know that it's likely that a particular timeline will be fulfilled because we see the energy moving in that direction. We are not predicting the future, really. We're looking at the probabilities. And the probability is that the energy we see focused in a particular direction means that that particular direction is probably going to be the one that will come through. Now, St. Germain is going to want to talk about this some more. But I can tell you, what we see now is what Peter and Tim, your friends, have called the Goldilocks timeline. It's just right. It is exactly the timeline that will lead to the new golden era on earth as it is in heaven. You have succeeded, beloved ones. Yes, I am cheerleading. I'm showing you what's just out ahead of you. I'm showing you the view from the top of the mountain. You're seven-eighths of the way there. I'm calling back to you. I'm saying, yes, it's here. It is what you wished for. You only need to take a few more steps and look. Look, it's there. The abundance, the prosperity, the peace the harmony, the friendships, the love. It's all there. You only need to step into it. Yes, we are cheerleading. But it's not an empty thing that we do. We are here in the stands watching you play the the game. You're our team. Of course we want you to win, and we can see how good you are. These are not empty cheers. This is about the success you've already had and the win we see coming. You have the ball. You're running with it. And the stands are all cheering. They're standing up. They're clapping for you. The music is playing. You can hear it, can't you? 
Yes, we do. We do cheer for you. If we were in a stadium, we'd be stamping our feet and clapping. It's the last inning. We could mix some metaphors here. You're on the one-yard line. (laughs) And it delights us. We have all worked together, all of us. Every single person on this call and everyone who isn't on this call, we've all worked together. You've all been involved in this. Of course, you don't remember the details, but you're beginning to get the feel of it, aren't you? You recognize my energy. It feels familiar to you, doesn't it? You've known these feelings before. We've been together before. Yes, all of us. You've all experienced the love, the feeling of oneness in the higher dimensions. This is what our message today was about. We talk with Catherine when she meditates in the morning. This morning we gave her an image. She was delighted by it. We thought about how to express this feeling because, of course, it's so hard to describe to you what it feels like to know that we are all one. When you breathe into your heart mind, when you open your heart and let the love that we send you pour into your heart, you will begin to feel a small bit of what we feel all the time. A sense of expansion of reaching out beyond yourself. And when you do, you encounter so many other beings, so much energy, so much love. The picture we saw this morning was of a rose that had dropped its petals And as the energies are rising, the petals float upward and recreate a flower. Restore the flower that it was with even more beauty. And as we created that image, Catherine saw the petals. Ah, she was one. And the petals joined together to form a beautiful rose. And each petal was a being, not just any being, a friend, a loved one, the partners, those who have shared lifetimes, those who are your soulmates, your guides the ones that have loved you since your earliest days and for most of us 
That's been millions and millions of years. A friend you've had for millions of years is a dear, dear friend. And these are the ones, when you come to higher dimensions, when you raise yourself, when you come through the portal, you will be rejoining those who are one with you. Those who know you so well, you need not speak. Those who have loved you so long, they adore everything, everything about you. They feel your energy. They drink in your essence. That is what it feels like to be in higher dimensions. To be so close, there is no separation. There is no question. There is never any feeling of loneliness or fear of being abandoned. For the ones you love are connected to you. Your line is always open. You can always reach the one you love. It is a wonderful thing. You've tried so hard in this incarnation, all of you, to recreate those feelings. And when it doesn't happen, it's so disappointing. You become bereft and lonely and feel alienated and isolated and alone because you miss it. Because you have that standard in buried deep in your memory that love should be unconditional. Well, that's not what you came here to experience mostly. Mostly, over these years, you've experienced duality, the separation, the feeling of being an identity separate from others. It is why this earth plane was created in order for us to come here to experience that, to experiment with it. How far away from together can I go without dropping off the edge of the cliff? How far can I take this independence, this individuality, before I have to go back home? This is why your lives here are finite, you know. For most of us, it would be unbearable to be away from the source of love for very long. Well, now the veil is thinning. You're all beginning to learn how to make contact again with that love and how to bring it with you when you make contact with those around you that you love. 
the feeling of acceptance, pleasure, simple acknowledgement. We're all in this together. There is no difference. There is no religion or color that can separate us. We are all in it together. There is no group that's better than any other, none that's any worse. We are all unique individuals here, and we are one. I hope I create a sense for all of you of the great hope and the great pleasures that lie ahead. Yes, ascension is a feeling. It is the experience that you envision for yourself. It is the creation of your own passion and your own thinking together. If it is what you want, then you shall have it. And the more you want it, the more you envision it, the sooner you will raise your vibration with your heart filled with love, joy, pleasure, anticipation, all of that goes into raising your vibration so that soon when the well I'll show you the image I see when the hands of the clock come together and it strikes that will be the hour that you will ascend. The hands of the clock are the expression of the energy on the planet. There are many, many things happening now that are coming to fruition. There will be a moment when it all has come together in such a way that you will know. That time is coming. You can feel it. Each of you practice your meditations. Create your spinning Merkaba. You will feel yourself lifting off. And in a moment, you'll be here in the higher dimensions with us. You will pop through your portal into our waiting arms. It is something you will do for yourself. And we will applaud you, welcome you, embrace you. And all the heavens will cheer. It is a wonderful time. 
It is a pleasure to be here with you. And I await you with open arms. I am your Sananda. Namaste. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. That was so much needed. No, we will want to listen to this more than once. Get ourselves grounded and knowing who we are. Catherine? Mm. This is Catherine. Hi. Yes. <laughs> I'm reminded of, um, I meant to tell people about the experience, I know, but I saw it again um, when I talked to Sananda this morning. This image that he gave me that I wrote about, I, I think there was more than Sananda there, but the image I saw was so, well, first of all, so beautiful and so complete and so astonishing. But the whole thing was just, I just felt such love and such an embrace. When I saw all of us together, oh, and I... I put this in the in the message. I heard the number 64. Yeah, yeah. I was aware that 64 of us suddenly became one. Hmm. There was a group of beings, people, bodies and heads, and then there was one. We all sort of melded together. And the mm. feeling was just of overwhelming joy. It was just exquisite. And that was what I call one. Yeah. And then I saw all the all the um, images that reminded me of that. The planets, the stars. Mm-hmm. Universes, and then I was aware that at every level, this is happening. People joining together. The with the ascension, all of our souls coming together in these beautiful groupings. I don't know how it works exactly, but clearly, we each have. A group. Maybe there are 64 important people for each of us. And when we pass over, we get to, whether it's, you know, by leaving our body or taking it with us, we get to experience this incredible, incredible sense of, whoa, we are. Just, and um, we are an embrace. Not even we experience it. We are love. So that's what we all have ahead for us. And I was really aware when I was envisioning this that they would want me to tell people about this. Yeah. It is 
you know, people say, oh, well, what about my pets or what about my husband or what about... Don't worry about it. Everybody is going to experience something the likes of which you cannot even put into words. And it's not just some of us. It's everyone. This is for everyone. Some may embrace it sooner than others, but it's for everyone. So there is nothing to fear. (laughs) It is all good. (laughs) It's so hard for us to imagine, you know, since we're coming out of the heaviness and difficult stuff we deal with. But, you know... You know, Catherine, when you mentioned um, about people worrying about, oh, my pets, my husband, you know, and on, mm-hmm. um, that relationship is identified within a lower vibration. And to cling to them in that lower vibration not only holds ourselves back, but it holds them back too because you just said this is for everyone. We want to free them to go up too. We don't want everybody to hover together in this lower vibration. Um, so we want to free them to all this beauty as well. The perfect uh, uh, experience for everyone is a perfect experience. And and um, continuing an older relationship in a lower vibration isn't the way to go. We have to allow each one their own perfect experience. That puts it so well. That's what I felt. For every single being, dogs, cats, ants, everybody, is mm-hmm. for everyone there is a perfect experience. Yeah, yeah. And that's where we're headed. And it doesn't matter what came before. It doesn't matter how many lifetimes you've lived or... Whether you're a master, whether you've uh, made some mistakes, it doesn't matter. We're all going to experience this perfect experience, like you said. It's for everyone. And it's just there for us to reach out and accept it. So there I just think what it's is. wonderful. Yeah, it's just wonderful. I'm so glad that you're sharing all this, Catherine, and um, I haven't had a chance yet as soon as the call's over. I um, I was away, just got home in time for these calls, so I'll be getting that posted uh, as well on breaking news. But, of course, your email list has already received this beautiful message. So, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And Gabriella posted it on her Facebook page as well. Mm-hmm. That's great. Waiting to be on the email list. Then everybody mm-hmm. guarantees that they get the first um, read all about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we see K-E-M-A-Y in our email and we see it's a posting, everybody comes to attention. So we, we're very grateful, very grateful for these. I'm having the pleasure right now of editing uh, When God Pinched My Toe, which I mentioned Mm. earlier. As I'm doing it, I'm rereading the messages. And 
I'm astonished <laughs> at what's there. As I read through it, I'm, I'm seeing the progression. And the, mm. as, as the messages went on, there's more and more and more information. And, of course, there was some, you know, we're going to experience the RV right away, but it doesn't matter. That, that was our way of just getting ourselves to even think about these things and anticipate them and plan for it and thereby create it. So as I read through it, I'm, I'm just amazed at the breadth of information that's there. Oh, it's just, when I first discovered those, I just kept thinking, oh, it was in the middle of the night, and uh, I started reading, and I thought, one more chapter, and then I'd read it, and I'd think, oh, one more chapter. (laughs) I I just couldn't get myself to let go. It was so good. (laughs) I was doing that last night. (laughs) I may not sleep at all until it's done. (laughs) Well, you know, it's been... uh, Time has passed, and you have changed uh, from the you that wrote those, and uh, you're seeing it through. You're a new person reading it this time. Yeah, it's it's very mm-hmm. revealing. Yeah, they did have you know they did put have me put in some observations, and they insisted on talking about me. Um, I still read those chapters and go, oh, I wish they wouldn't talk about me. But they did that for a reason. Many times they used me as an object lesson. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when I began this work, I promised them that I would report whatever they said and that I would not change it, I would not edit it, I would Mm -hmm. not inflict my own opinion, you know. (laughs) And once I agreed to post anything they said to me, well, then I was in trouble because some of the things they reported, you know, or some of the things they said were could have been pretty embarrassing if I were inclined <laughs> to be embarrassed. But <laughs> well, you've been through it. I, you have been tested and tried over and over. Um, you've been through the baptism of fire, so to speak. Um <laughs> Um, to to assure to you know they just want to cease and and I think that is worth passing on to the rest of us because um, they want that's the only way they can gauge um, um, by our responses what where we're really at you know it, it words are, it, it's like Peter tells us words don't count now actions count and uh, it's by our responses that shows our true beliefs not our words words are cheap you know and uh, you've been through this so you know it wasn't an easy ride for Catherine and it's not an easy ride for any of the rest of us but we're here and it was, it was like Sananda just said we came here not to have uh, a joy and happiness experience. We came here for the challenges, and uh, many of us are still. Every time I think I'm, 
I'm out into the wild blue happy yonder, and then kaboom, <laughs> something <laughs> hits, and I think, oh no, do I have to go through one more thing? But it's um, that is how we grow, that is how we overcome, and it hap- it happened to Catherine, it happens to me, um, and don't feel that you're the only one that gets suddenly smashed down and uh, uh, now it's up to you to figure out how to get back up again that is our teaching that is our learning that is our growing and the thing to remember always is there's always a perfect answer and for every problem there's a perfect solution it exists in the universe the universe is so big don't you think that any problem has its the the components of the solution to that problem exist in the universe and if it's a little problem there's going to be a little solution and if it's a big problem there's going to be a big solution and it's those solutions those big ones that actually have springboarded us ahead by some of the great beings that have been here on this planet so welcome your challenges and uh, just like Catherine did, she allowed it to happen. So and it wasn't keep your easy sense for of humor. her. <laughs> yeah, keep your That's sense brilliant. of humor, and <laughs> and know and know that you know this is my challenge, but it's not without an answer. It's up to me to open my heart and let that answer come. Don't keep focusing on the challenge. Know that this is a test and this is the answer. So, you know, we we all are growing through this. Even our dear Catherine had her challenges. But she's telling us this to give us heart to know that we'll all come through it. So thank you, Catherine. Hmm. I found a theme, too, in all these all the things that I thought were just You know, oh, this is a really bad day. Why is this happening? (laughs) And Mm -hmm. and I what I got I learned enough to say, okay, this is a lesson. I know it is. Mm -hmm. I'm tested, Mm -hmm. and there's uh, something will come of it. And Mm -hmm. ten years ago, it would take a while. It would be a week or two, maybe before I really kind of got the hang of, oh, now I see what it was about. Mm-hmm. And it always, I, I began to see the themes, that things were always um, better than I thought it was going to be. It was always, the answer was always something that had an extra twist to it. Um, the thing that would come down the pike in response to whatever the problem was, was always a little better than what I expected or a little different from what I would have mm-hmm. predicted. So there was always the element of surprise and delight when mm-hmm. things would um, evolve. And and But you never searched it out yourself. You didn't say, I want to achieve this Um the achievement was an evolution out of the problem or the challenge. You would never have intentionally forged your way through if you hadn't had that challenge. Right. And afterwards, you start to pat yourself on the back a little bit and say, wow, Uh no idea I was so strong. And Mm -hmm. look what I can do. 
Mm-hmm. And every time you do that, the lessons get easier. Mm. And then, you know, then they're kind of maybe just a little annoying. And then after that, they're just momentary. So the more you are able to really love yourself and accept that you really are strong, you're really smart, you're able, you're resourceful. I mean, we we come to this life with such abilities and such talents and such creativity that if we reach down and use about a third of it, you know, we can really do fabulous things. And once you get mm-hmm. used to expecting the best from yourself, and I don't mean in a slave driver kind of way. I just mean, oh, I know somewhere in the back of my mind I have a, an ability to create something that will solve this problem. And then it comes. As soon as you say, I know Mm -hmm. I do this, Mm -hmm. it's done. Yeah, and not only you benefit from it, but the solution washes over many people. Yeah. It's hard to describe these things in words. You know, the law of attraction. It doesn't Mm -hmm. just work one person at a time. Mm -hmm. It's a universal law and this is this is part of what i saw in that vision i had this morning mm-hmm. the energies were just flowing and i could see that in some places the energies were flowing in a direction and i saw it in colors like i would see a flow of a reddish color or a flow of blue and it would be moving in a direction. And then I would follow that direction with my vision, and I would see something ahead. And it was, first it was this sense of, I was experiencing what it is to ascend. I just felt high vibration energies. I felt myself rising up over the planet, and the planet was turning and I could see Mother Earth there and I felt great affection for Earth and for Tara, as we call her. And then I saw other souls appearing and then all of a sudden we were just attracted to each other and we just went zip and we all just sort of glommed together (laughs) in this joyful incredible Uh all I can say call it as a hug it was like the most wonderful hug you ever felt in your whole life and there were 60 Mm -hmm. people in it Uh it was it was the best hug you ever felt times 64 (laughs) I bet I bet so well then I was aware that this was happening in other places to everybody all around. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Other planets and other stars and other solar systems and other galaxies. It was as if the whole universe was experiencing this incredible embrace. It was just fabulous. So I can't wait. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, you've got your work to do before you get to go. So how far you're you're moving along pretty good on it, huh? Oh, it'll take me a few days, I think, but Oh yeah. yeah. It's pedal oh, to the metal good. here. I'm not sure <laughs> I have to finish everything before we can ascend, yeah. but I've accepted. They kind of mm-hmm. gave me the hint that they wanted me to finish this. Sure. So, okay. And it's a We're good feeling. A good... You want you want to do that because it's a good. You didn't leave any stone unturned. You didn't leave right. anything unfinished. You you know you, you came the the hands of the clock came together. At the end, yeah. Mm. And I think everyone's doing that now. You're doing it. You're, you know, fixing the things that need to be fixed. You're following mm-hmm. up every loose end. Uh, we're all doing that. Mm-hmm. People are going through real challenges right now, and I think some of the uh, – that's why we want them to – to welcome these challenges, knowing that there's a commensurate solution. Don't just get caught in the challenge. Know that, you know, because of the challenge, you're going to come up with a commensurate balancing solution. It exists in this universe, and there's no reason not to allow it to come in. And and when it comes, it's going to not only benefit you, but many others. So, you know, the challenge is there to invoke the solution for all of us. Yeah. So well, we even got beyond, to do our work. Mm-hmm. I've, I've experienced that beyond every challenge is a, a reward. Oh, yeah. Not just a solution. It's not that you just that you get to take off your tight shoes. It's, it's that you get to fly. Oh, you know, sure. You sure. experience. Joy, mm-hmm. if you allow freedom, freedom to freedom. overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, freedom. Well, I feel Saint Germain nudging me. <laughs> well, that's a nice feeling. You just have to nudge him back. <laughs> he wants to come in and talk to us. Okay, well, we love to hear from St. Germain, and we've missed him. I know he's been busy, but I'm glad he's taken some time. Are you um, on your way to St. Germain? Am I doing a bridge now? Yes. I guess so. Okay, well, we'll let Catherine just uh, have this little moment of pause because uh, the vibration and the frequency isn't that much different between Lady Portia and St. Germain. So... Uh, the blend is always there, and uh, Saint Germain, I'm sure, is here. So, welcome, Saint Germain. Hello, beloved Lady Nada. It's a pleasure to talk with you again. Oh, we're I, glad to have you back. <laughs> yes, I've missed you. Well, of course, you know I'm. I've missed hearing you respond to me. I can always come visit you anytime I want, but it's very nice to hear when you actually respond to me. <laughs> ah, oh, that's a good nudge. Yes, <laughs> we'll all remember that. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, I know everyone's curious about what's going on in the world. You know, you don't get any real news, you never get any news. Not 
through any of the regular resources. We have to bring it all through the back door for you to get to it. And you have some pretty good people out there, you know, doing their research, sniffing out the truth. There there are still some really good people there working very hard to make things happen. But you're hearing less and less about who they are. And there's a reason for that, of course. It's been important that all of the good work, the, well, the revolution, you might call it, had to be done behind the scenes. And so, you know, people who don't, um, who don't have the resources on the Internet to really find the truth, well, they might think that the world is just what is reported on CNN and ABC and all those other three-letter stations that you have all telling the same story every day, all day long. Trivial stories about nothing at all. Or some propaganda from one country or another from some mouthpiece who's uh, appointed to tell the story that they want to be heard. That's pretty much all you get on the news. And if, if the news sources can't get that, they just make things up. And unfortunately, the things they make up usually come from the cabal because that's what the news sources are. The spokespeople for the cabal. So, I'm not trying to promote any political agenda here except freedom. And it doesn't matter to us whether freedom comes in the form of um, a militia member or a senator or a person on the street. Freedom. The ability to think for yourself. To know the truth of God's way. Well, that's freedom. To know that we are equal. And equal doesn't mean you're a little better among your equals. It means equal. It means appreciation and respect for everyone. And everyone does not just mean the people who live in the same social class that you do. Everyone does not just mean your favorite friends. Everyone means everyone whether that everyone is a baker on the street, they may be a completely different skin color from you, they may speak a different language, they may live halfway around the world, it doesn't matter. Everyone means everyone. There has been a terrible, terrible philosophy that, you know, if anyone's poor, it's because they want it to be, or or else, if they're poor, it's because they're lazy, 
or if they're poor, it's because God hates them, or something of the sort. When you think about it, you know there are probably 20 of those reasons, every one of them more lame and and uh, ugly than the others. So, this is what we leave behind. These false ideas, these dreadful stories about human nature. Oh, we're all born in sin. Well, whatever that means. Who made that one up? It does conjure up some pretty ugly things, doesn't it? And I think they're all designed to make you think about sex. Did that shock you? (laughs) It's time for a little levity here, isn't it? Things have been dreary. Waiting, all of you, wringing your hands. Oh, my God, I spent all my money. When is this RV coming? I'm going to lose everything. Well, fortunately, most of you haven't lost everything. And if you lost some things, you've probably just discovered how much easier life is without them. Well, yes, we are going to accomplish the RV. Notice, I did not say it's going to happen. I said we are going to accomplish it. We, you and I, all of us. We are accomplishing it. The greatest part of accomplishing this RV has been to create an environment in which there is no fear. Because you see, the cabal thrives on fear. And part of thriving on not their own fear making other people afraid. This is how they've been able to keep a grip on things. They threaten. They gang together and they threaten to destroy the banking system. Well, all right. Let them try. Go ahead. There was nothing that good about the banking system to begin with. And should they destroy their own banking system, well, somebody will have to come up with a better idea. Let's try. And so as soon as they realized that there are plenty of people who will respond to them in exactly that way, well, first it was a great shock to them. Oh, well, what would you do without J.T. Morgan? The world couldn't exist. Well, yes, it could. And what would you do without all these enormous banks? They're too big to fail. Well, no, they're not. We don't want to see anybody lose their savings, but put them in some other bank. Go to your local credit union. Not to these you know, very large crooks. Yes, they they do provide some services. They lure you in with great promises. But it's nothing but a bank. 
a place to pretend that you're moving money around. That's all it is. It's just a figment of everyone's imagination. So this is what we've been dealing with. The people who thought they had a grip on the throat of every person in the world are suddenly realizing that when they threaten, people yawn. And when they threaten some more, people fall asleep. And when they threaten some more, they get up and walk away. And suddenly, they have no power. Suddenly, they're discovering the world does not need them. The world never really needed them. They created these structures for their own benefit. You could manage your life without Chase Bank, without Bank of America, without Wells Fargo. Well, Wells Fargo originally did do something very useful. They carried the mail, actual letters to living people. Now, there was a service. But adding zeros and subtracting numbers and pretending that they're Managing money, they're managing computers. They're not managing your money. We don't need them. And more and more people are discovering that they don't need the cabal. They don't need to climb the ladder to gain enormous amounts of wealth. In fact, turns out that that's a pretty miserable life. Many, many people are discovering that. And you're also discovering that if you band together and you have a lot of friends, somebody always has what you need as long as you all share. There's always somebody who has an extra meal or an extra place to stay or a way to get around. Look, we live amongst tremendous resources. Tremendous. You've just gotten used to living with more than any one person could possibly need. And if you multiply that by any hundred people, you all have more than any hundred people could need. You just need to get together and not be proud. Pride is a terrible thing that's gotten in the way of resolving most of these things. Oh, well, I can't borrow. And people will think. And what if anyone finds out? And so forth. Nonsense. Reach out. Give what you have. Ask for what you don't have. And you'll start the energy flowing. There are organizations now in towns and cities around the world. There was a very nice group of people. They called it the transition movement. They do things like making special bags to carry your groceries home in so you don't have to use plastic. 
They do things like actually repairing their garden tools, begin cultivating their front yards. What a remarkable thought to put a vegetable garden in your front yard. Why not? (laughs) And so on. When all of us have the idea that growing some tomatoes in your front yard might be a fun thing to do, there will be plenty of tomatoes for everyone. And so, as Anne says, the beat goes on. Yes, indeed. We feel your energy rising. We know you're with us. It has changed. You know, when you all started out on these calls, there were just a few of you. Anne has kept track of the numbers, but it was true for Catherine, too. At first, she sent her messages to just a few people. They discovered it and sent it on to others, and now look. Your family reaches around the globe. You feel the love between one another. You know when you come here to listen to us that we are talking with you. We are there with you. As you were hearing earlier from Sananda and Catherine and Anne, we are connected in the higher realms Our hearts beat as one. We are connected with each other, and we're connected with you. We know who you are. We know where you live. We know what your lives are like. We know. When you suffer, we feel it. We're not distant from you in some ivory tower scheming and plotting to create thunder and lightning in your lives? No. We are here beside you. We walk with you. We hear you. We feel your energy. No, we don't intrude upon your thoughts unless you agree to it. I think this is what Catherine was talking about earlier. Once she gave permission, well, now we get to tell her to say anything we want her to say. (laughs) It's a good thing that we have scruples, isn't it? You see, in the higher realms, we always, always follow what we believe is in the greater good. Yours, ours, everyone's. That is always what we take into account with any action, any decision, any plan, any lesson that you're given. It always has been agreed upon either in theory, in concept, or in great detail. 
Sometimes there are opportunities that come along because life is like that, and a lesson will present itself. But you will never be given a lesson that you cannot accomplish. You will never be given a challenge that you cannot endure. You will never be asked to do something that is truly beyond you. We know because we know you. We know what you promised for yourself before you came here. And we just help you to accomplish it. Oh, yes, we know. We've heard Catherine's complaints, as we've heard all of yours. Oh, must you do this to me again? (laughs) But you see, dear ones, that's only when you look at it from a very small lens. When you see yourself and your path, when you see your evolution, your development, just in this life, Look how far you've come. Now, think. You have lived hundreds, many of you thousands of lifetimes. Well, a thousand at least, many of you. Multiply what you've learned in this lifetime by a thousand. That is the wisdom of your higher self. And when you add to that the aspects that a soul creates in order to experience more, we each have infinite facets, infinite experiences, infinite opportunities to learn and grow. It is a wondrous thing, this creation that we live together. And the goal, the prize, is that we can live in love. It is a glorious time. Oh, I love to talk about this. I know you all want to know, well, are we going to get our RV? Well, I have a question for you. Are you going to demand your RV? Are you going to create the conditions that will make it happen? Keep your eye on the prize, as they say. That's a wonderful saying, isn't it? Keep your eye on the prize. And it will be yours. Now, the details are, some of them, that we're still working our way through the interference from some cabal members. I will remind you all once again, The reptilians are gone. 
The draconians are gone. The greys are forbidden. There are no invading entities. You might have an old uncle who's annoying you and uh, pushes your dishes off the counter. But there are no more reptilians. There is no danger from any psychic entity outside yourself. So don't try to conjure up something dark and mysterious for yourself unless you find it entertaining, in which case then don't complain about it because there are none. What is left now is the energy patterns, the philosophy of life, the responses that have been ingrained in your system, the brain patterns that have been laid down that create you talked about earlier, the fight-or-flight response. Sananda described what is truly at the bottom of the problem. It is that an entire planet of 7 billion and more people have a psychological emotional response to life that is a fight or flight response. Look at it. Seven billion people feeling frightened all at once. What do you think that does to the environment? What do you think that does to the air you breathe? Awaken, beloved ones. Do not add to the pollution around you. Think of it as emotional pollution. If you generate anxiety, impatience, negative thinking, if you begin your sentences with what if, you are creating emotional pollution. And you're making our work far harder than it needs to be. There are a few more who need to be nudged. But they are being nudged, I assure you. And we have more and more numbers in the group who have become the ones who've decided enough is enough. The word is out. The ones who have stopped the works. Well, I have news for you. It's not your president. It's not Jack Lew of the Treasury Department. They have both worked very hard to try to make this happen. It is the bankers. You know, there have been cartoons, those wonderful New Yorker cartoons they used to do of uh, 
of a round person in a top hat with a big belly and a cigar, those are the people who are creating the problem. They think they can sit on the money. And that's what they are doing. They are sitting on the money as if they could make it hatch. They won't be allowed to do this any longer. You will receive your blessings. It will be the wonderful experience you have been anticipating. So continue to create your dreams. Continue to envision the wonderful things you can do to help others. And you will create this blessing. You will give heart to the people who are so bravely representing you. They need your energy. They need your support. There are those who have so bravely done what you call sticking their necks out. There are some of them in your government, a few, relative to the total numbers. There are many who have educated themselves, who have begun to put pressure from every corner many who are refusing to accept the things that have been standard procedure. How many squeaky wheels do you think it takes to get a bank manager to realize you cannot simply say to someone, well, this is our policy, sorry. We're going to stamp this fee on your your form and you'll just have to pay it. Well, no, you don't. You can always go elsewhere. You can refuse. You can create a stink. All right, maybe you'll be escorted out of the bank, but 30 people will hear it. That is happening everywhere. People are emboldened all over the world. People have become emboldened. And this time, beloved ones, it is not going to be a bloodbath. There will be no World War III. There will be no instigating civil wars. There will not be the backlash which caused people to establish this fear response. It was not only propaganda and brainwashing. It was, it was some pretty nasty behavior at times that confirmed the fear for people. No more. No more. Father God has told you things are moving. Things are changing. The nuclear weapons are no longer functioning. Do you understand what that means? Do you understand 
the psychological effect this is having? Nobody is going to talk about it. Oh, my God, I just discovered my nuclear weapons don't work. What is this going to say about the safety of our country? What is this going to say about the military-industrial complex? What? 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 Do you think that this has gone unnoticed, dear ones? Do you think this has not changed your world completely? Try to wrap your head around it. Imagine yourself, the general. Imagine yourself, the head of Lockheed Martin. Imagine yourself, the president of General Electric. There will be no more nuclear weapons. It's hopeless to even try. Now, it may take a little while before you begin to feel it here on the ground. But I assure you, in the boardrooms and the back rooms and the offices, well, I can... I will not be um I will not say anything distasteful about what the military people are feeling right now, but I can assure you that they are not in a, an easy place. The same is now happening with the bankers. Yes, they can try to take their revenge but mostly they're just taking their revenge out on each other. Yes, you know where that could lead. We won't even allow it. But for the meantime, it was a difficult time. Little by little, we have put on the pressure. Little by little, we have stopped every ploy. Little by little, We have gathered the evidence. There will be trials. And many of you have heard about the civil courts that are being established. Ah, yes. Nasara will be your way of life. It is all happening. You can feel it. You know it is. The numbers of people on these calls are growing. The number of you that hear my voice and say, oh, yes, mm -hmm. that sounds right. My heart tells me it's true. Yes, it was once a few people. Now your numbers are growing. You are no longer a tiny minority of the people on the planet. Oh, no. All around you, people are beginning to use the terminology. Well, I must have been, I must have done this in a former life. That explains why I just thought of that. Everyone speaks that way now. 
Well, my heart tells me that it's true. This is new, dear ones. And it's happening all around you. Now you are on the forefront. You are the ones who are forging the way. You are the ones who are supporting us as we make these changes in the world. The work of the IMF is taking hold all around the country, all around the world. Countries have established the expectation that the currency revaluations will happen or have already happened. The firm expectation Does this sound like the law of attraction to you? If an entire country decides that it's going to happen, it happens. And this is what's happening everywhere in the world. The firm conviction is now that it is happening. And so, therefore... It is happening. You're beginning to feel it, aren't you? It's true what we say. It's not just dreaming about it. It's not just thinking about it. It's knowing. And so, the people of Iraq have their revaluation. They're standing taller. They know that their country is coming back. They know that they have a viable means of trading with the world. They have no doubt. They are now a country with legitimacy, with a future. That cannot be stopped. And no fat banker sitting on his pile of money in New York or Washington can stop it. There is a new movement called the American Spring. Yes, you've had an Arab Spring, Why not have an American spring? It is happening around the globe. Those of you who have traveled can feel it. Those of you who open your hearts, even sitting in your armchair at home, you can feel it. Anytime you walk out of your door, You can feel it. It is a time of celebration. Do you feel the comfortable feeling? That's it. That's the feeling when you know it's done. You're just enjoying 
the wonderful anticipation, the pleasure of knowing something marvelous is just in the next breath. And so it shall be. And so it is. I am your Saint Germain. I will be with you every step of the way. Namaste, beloved ones. Namaste. Saint Germain, thank you. And... uh, (laughs) You were waiting for our response, you said earlier, and uh, everybody that hears this call from their heart mind will be sending you their grateful response for taking so much time to um, bring our awareness into the truth of what is right now and where we are, what we can do. Thank you, St. Germain. Know you're busy. Thank you so much, and we'll all see you soon. I bet Catherine's back now. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Catherine. Well, we we got an update all the way around. That was great. Yeah. So what you just said, he's waiting for a response? Yeah, yeah, in the very beginning... (laughs) In the very beginning, and you have, it's right at the front of, of his talk, he said, um, yes, I'm always there with you, but I never hear mm-hmm. your response. That's oh, what he yes. said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, we can't always be on the receiving end, so let's respond with our hearts uh, and mm-hmm. gratitude. Then he spent so much time awakening us, and let's send our response. I am. I will. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, I'll send my response too. <laughs> oh well, you you talk to him all the time. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Oh, it is. It is so such a wonderful time as he was leaving I felt um, I think what he was talking about the sense of just peace and pleasure Uh it's shifted you know there was for so long there was this sense of oh we were pushing the rock up the hill you know Uh but is yeah. we know when things are going to happen, we get so excited, and then it doesn't seem to be done, and there's more we mm-hmm. have to do. But we were at a lower vibration then. We were so physical then, you know? Yeah, it's really changed. Uh-huh. I, but, of course, Gabrielle is here, and I can I can feel her energy, too. There's just uh-huh. this of peace and comfort. And pleasure, mm-hmm. it's done. Mm-hmm. It is done. And it's, yeah, it's not just the money. It's the change of lifestyle. It's the ease and peacefulness and the uh, interaction 
um, no one having more or less than another, uh, just enjoying life and getting ready for the expansion. Ah, expansion. Yes. Yes. You know, I'm looking at the board here. We have questions, lots of mm-hmm. them. But yeah, it would be nice if we could answer some questions. Let's um, well. Let's just take a few and start by uh, going to the people in the middle. You know, we have we have the mm-hmm. clever ones always call in way ahead and get at the front of the line. So, mm-hmm. and they often get their answer, their questions answered. But let's uh-huh. let's try to reach a few new okay. people and, and, and let's I see don't if we can just have time uh, for everybody, uh, pe- but. You know, originally I used to. It was. It's always been my policy when people talk, not you know, trying not to interrupt them, uh, to try to wait till there's at least a pause and then saying something. But um, I I got um, I got criticized for being too lenient. So uh, the last call with um, um, wasn't Peter's because we always let his just ramble just as much as they want almost until we get to the end, but it was um, um, Zora's Zora's call. I was really, because we were short on time, and we didn't want, and so I was, well, I got reprimanded for that because I was trying to hold people to go fast. So, you know, I I don't know. I have to choose what I want to be reprimanded for. (laughs) So let's uh, let's see if we can be kind. yeah, I'll let the speakers help me. Let the speakers help me uh, and mm-hmm. get your question in and then kindly end your conversation so I I don't get accused of rushing you. Uh, <laughs> use your own good conscience as you utilize the time as others are standing in line behind you. And, so and let's with a little that, policy here. When your well, line is opened, you do not need to say, can you hear me? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because that's just or how are you today? Yeah, don't how ask are how you? we are. Everyone's <laughs> fine, and we can hear each other. And if we don't hear you speaking right away, we'll have to move on. And if yeah. you have your computer yeah. running and you also have your phone open, close your computer. Good, because we don't want to hear ourselves in a big echo behind you. And have okay. to wait while you shut down the computer, call in on the phone, um, and use someone else's time in doing that. You mm-hmm. know, let, let's all pull together to make it a good experience for everybody. So, if you yeah, have your raised, we're assuming you're not listening to your computer because there's a big delay. If you wait till mm-hmm. you hear it on your computer, it's too late. So, <laughs> when your phone okay. is open, you will say your name. And where you're from, and your where you're from. Quick question, and we want you to do the closing in good order. Don't force me to, um, and don't take advantage of me either. Just uh, use your. This is good practice for everybody that's calling. So nine five one, show them how it's done. I will. Hello, thanks for taking my call. My name is Natasha, calling from California. Mm Mhm. And um, I wanted to see if you can tell me what you see coming up for my love life. (laughs) 
<laughs> Welcome, Natasha. You're a newcomer. Thanks. Yes, I am. Thank you. We can tell that um, because here we generally ask we questions, the kind of questions that will appeal to everybody. So I'm going to answer your question in a way that will uh, that will um, apply to everybody. Okay. So our love lives are going to be fabulous because our hearts are opening and we're about to embark on the most exciting time the universe has ever experienced. There will not be one person alive who does not have a thrilling love life because once you open your heart and you start to express love toward the people around you, you are going to attract such a flood of warm feelings that it's going to bowl you over. So that's our prediction, Natasha, for your love and everyone else. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Natasha. We're moving on to 817. 817, your line is open. If you're not here, we'll have to leave you and move on. 817. All right. 837. There's the last four numbers. Yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, we're going on to 248248. Come on. Hello? Yes, come on. Hi, Anne. Um, Thank you guys for being here. My name's Christy. I'm from Michigan. Good. Um. I, I don't have a question, really. Um, I, I listen a lot, but I've never called in. And um, I really appreciate what you guys are doing, but I just have a comment, something that Catherine was saying earlier about, um, I don't know if it was a dream that she had, about um, being um, being one. And I mm-hmm. had a, a really similar experience. I, um, I was asking for um, insight on a problem that I was having. I was um, trying to get an answer for an, an issue that I was trying to resolve. And I found myself, and I knew I was in the fifth dimension, I found myself uh, everywhere I went, there was a group of people that, you know, if I wanted to draw or if I wanted to sing or if I wanted to be alone or if I wanted to be in the mm. healing area, there was always people that supported me and knew me and saw me for who I was. And um, just everything that I wanted, I was accepted and you know, if if I wanted to be alone, they knew it. If I wanted to be with other people, they knew it. If I wanted to dance, they knew it. If, it was really incredible. And um, and I was thinking that, kind of like in The Stand by Stephen King, it's an old book, but um, everybody was having the same dream in this right. one part. And they, they were all having the same dream. And that's how I, I, I felt, kind of felt like that when Catherine was talking because it was a real similar experience. And after I saw all this acceptance of all these, of, of everywhere I went, um, I found um, my, what my problem was, and it seemed like it was so small and easy to resolve, and it's like something that I've been looking, you know. <laughs> right. That's lovely. Thank you, Christy. That's, that's exactly what we're heading for. That's what we're looking for is we're all having the same dream and it's wonderful and i um i experienced it it was really like a vision i was meditating and it just 
these vivid images came through. So I think we're going to even have more wonderful and exciting meditation times, too. So sounds like it works for you. Okay, uh, her yeah. line, she's, Did she's, we lose? she evaporated. I just, all okay. of a sudden her light went out, but uh, I guess that's the way it was supposed to be. That was a good question, a good answer, and 480 is open. 480, Hi. come on. Hi, how are you? My name is Annie from Gilbert, Arizona. <clears throat> yes. I actually am calling in to see what you kind of get from me. I'm having a hard time going through a 15-year divorce, unexpected. I have two children, um, just having a hard time healing with it, and I just want to know what what my life has in store for me and what you're picking up as far as what I'm supposed to do to heal. Um. Well, this is the same the same kind of question as um, Natasha had. This uh, generally we don't answer individual um, questions here. That's really the the work for a personal session. But in general, we can answer these kind of questions, and that is now is the time to reach out. You will find okay. friends you didn't know you had. Don't be shy. Reach out. Find other people who can help you. Rely on your heart. First of all, if this is a divorce that's happening and you Mm -hmm. didn't expect it, you weren't paying attention. Mm -hmm. Second, (laughs) or you were trying not to notice something that was there. Right. Because the energies are rising so fast and because people are finding their own path with such passion that this is probably a separation that needed to happen. It's really important not to dwell on the negative things, not to feel sorry for yourself. Don't get caught in self-pity, whatever you do. And this applies to everyone. You know that song... That old song from, I forget, the Broadway show, probably South Pacific. I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's your approach. Okay, and as as far as, as, like, custody or court, um, do you see me being financially stable? Um you know, am I going to be okay? Are my children going to be okay? You're going to be okay if you stay in your heart and you teach okay. your children to do the same. Okay. Because that's the universal law right now. Stay in your heart. Rely on your own strength and the strength of those people around you. Call on your guides. Increase okay. it into your higher self. Read the messages on the website, Who Needs Light. Get the book, Who Needs Light. And between those things, they will carry you through. And you'll know what to do. I don't, I'm not doing um, a personal reading for you right now, but what I'm telling you will apply.
apply to anyone in a bad situation. Look for the most positive things you can find in this event. It's It's hard. (laughs) It's hard. But it's probably a blessing. And you won't know right away, perhaps, what the blessing in this is, but you're going to find a blessing in it. So now it's your job to look for the blessings, to look for the positive things. Look to your children. Embrace them. Reassure them. Find something fun to do with them. Just don't think about the negatives. Don't dwell on, oh, my God, you know, now I've been rejected. No. Oh, my goodness, I have a whole new life. Yeah, I feel like I've been replaced by this other woman. No such thing. There is no such thing. You have been given your freedom. Mm. Embrace it. And something far better will come your way. Now, you have to move on. Start reading the the postings. Okay, thank you. Okay, and stick around. You're going to hear some very interesting things here. Thank you. Okay, good luck to you. Okay, there we go. I've opened up 443, Catherine. Uh, We're waiting for this person's name and location. And, Annie, I'm closing your line. And all of you who have spoken, uh, please touch number one. Press number one on your keypad and help us clear our question queue. And uh, Mm -hmm. 443, I thought I had that open, but it went out. Hi, I'm here. There it is. Hello? Yeah, just put it back on again. We got you. Come on. It's Sarah from Maryland. Yeah, Hi. It was so wonderful. I'm new to this. I heard St. Germain. May I ask the first person, who or who was that who came in? Oh, it was Sananda, the one we know as Jesus. Oh, wow. Because I received such a wonderful message. And it gave me such strength. It was so beautiful. I just, I, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. Oh, <laughs> welcome, Sarah. That's Thank lovely. You. Well, you you got the message. That's what was. Yeah, that's what was being sent. Yes, it was. You know, the being based in fear and how that is. That keeps us in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it, it sunk so. in. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's all uh-huh. I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome oh, to our, our family, Stay with Sarah. us and it yeah. gets even uh-huh. better. <laughs> Thank you. All right. That's wonderful okay. to hear. It is. We're getting a lot of new people on this call today. Uh, six, yeah, seven, all eight just already. Isn't that isn't that interesting? That's Six nice. seven eight just opened. Uh huh. Thank you, Sarah. Don't forget to hit number one, Sarah. You'll still be on the call. It just gets you out of our queue here. Uh, six seven eight. Come on. 
Hi, this is Eleonora from Georgia. Mm-hmm. Hi. Um, I, this question is for St. Germain, if it's possible. I remember at one time he had mentioned that um, – in one of our timelines that the banks would be closing, that the banks might have to close. So we would have to be prepared for that to happen. Like, you know, it might not have been St. Germain, but it might have been Zora. But are we still under that timeline or is that changed now? Because we've jumped so many and gone higher. So that's my question. Thank you. That's a good question. Um, Okay, I'm I'm what I'm getting is things have changed. Um, the plan it was that they would have to do that in order to roll out the program that was okay. to be fulfilled and that that's already been done. Including the part of uh, the currency, the U.S. banknotes are already in the banks. The paperwork has been done. The, um, as far as the currency exchange, all of the underpinnings are already accomplished. So there probably will not be a need to do it the way they had originally planned. Okay. That's awesome. Well, I I can definitely say I felt exactly what St. Germain said about that, just seeing everything being calm and just feeling comfortable. I've been Mm -hmm. feeling that all this week, so it's tremendous. And I'm so glad to be here. Thank you, ladies. And I'm going to sign off. (laughs) Great. All right. You girls are all being so good. Taking the pressure off of me, 830 is open. Thank you, Eleonora. 830 is open. We're ready for you. Catherine? Yes. Hi, this is Gabriela or Gabby. Hi. Do you, do you, hi. Do you, do you remember Fredericksburg, Texas? Fredericksburg, Texas. Well, we were at Mount Shasta with you. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, no, I didn't think I'd ever been at Fredericksburg. Right. Hi, how are you? I'm okay, well, what's your question? You. My question is, I um, we, we were listening uh, to um, someone by the name of Charlton uh, Maxwell. Have you heard of him? I don't think so. I don't think so. I've been thinking about you for the last couple of days um, to see um, if you might want to listen to what we've listened to. And uh, he's mentioned um, Lucifer uh, is the same as um, um, the, the, he is the plan, he is the planet Venus. Does does that does that sound right to you? Uh, well. Um, we're very familiar with Lucifer here. Um, he yeah. is yeah. Well, <laughs> he is the twin flame of Gabriella, um, yeah. and he is yeah. truly the person who is his name, which is Light. We call him Mister Light. Right. So and I don't know who this person is that you're talking about, but 
Lucifer is someone I'm very familiar with. I talk to him a lot, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has been in charge of some amazing programs that helped us with this fall and back ascension. Um, he's been one of the masters that have been guiding what we've been doing here for millions of years. So, mm-hmm. yes, is Lucifer one okay. of us? Absolutely. Is he yes, Satan I, or the devil or anything like that? No, of course not. No, I know that too. I mean, I was brought up in a Catholic uh, religion, so I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yes, I do I do know. But um, the way he explained the planet Venus is because Venus is one of the first planets in the morning, like 4 o'clock in the morning, it has to get out of the sun's way uh, where <laughs> the sun can shine bright. <laughs> and it's, he, he, he calls it uh, that Lucifer is nothing else but the planet Venus, which kind of makes sense to me too. So maybe I'll say that. Wait, he said, I've, well, I don't know sorry? if I want to do this since I, I haven't listened to this person. And, and it, yeah. um, it, it's so far what you've said just to me, so I don't think I want to pursue it too far, but um, we know that Lucifer is an ascended master. He's here with us. He's doing a good job. Um, Venus is the planet, yes. Uh, is Lucifer connected to Venus? Well, a lot of our past history had to do with Venus. Yes. So um, we'll all learn, we're all going to learn the history of our own lineage, of our development as souls. And for many of us, it goes back to Venus. So we're all going to learn about those details when we ascend. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Catherine. Mm-hmm. All, all I wanted to do is uh, just to ha- I wanted to hear what you had to say, first of all. And then um, if you wanted to, to listen to that sometime, um, I'll be glad to listen to you. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, if I want to know anything about Lucifer, I just ask him. <laughs> all right. Okay. He's right here with us. You know. Okay. So you don't have to go to Venus to find him. He's right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Good to hear your voice again, dear. Okay, you too. Okay, thank Bye. you. Talk to you. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, thanks, Gabby. And 775 up in Nevada, you're open. Oh. <clears throat> yes? 775, please announce yourself. Is that me? Yes, yes seven seven five two nine seven nine. Please. Yes, this is Carmen. I'm in Washington State, <clears throat> oh. and um, I've been really having some struggles with my voice. But mm, um, I hear my my yeah. But my question is, um, how do we know when we're actually talking to our guides? Um, I I call on Sananda a lot, and he's mm-hmm. very playful playful and his spirit is just so beautiful and so I'm just not sure (laughs) oh well yes you are (laughs) that's how you can tell 
when you feel, <laughs> you know, when you call on your guides and, and they come to see you, you can feel it. You know their presence. You can you can uh, distinguish them from one another because their energy is different. Yeah. So, I feel right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people are taught in their religion that Sananda is the guide for all of us. That's true. But we also have our own guides. And sometimes, if you call for Sananda... He'll come, but he'll bring your guides, too. Mm. So you have your own higher self that you can communicate with. You have your twin flame, who's a part of your soul. You have your ancestors, your um, the people who are interested in you. And often we have um, a special guide who's assigned to us because we're on a particular kind of path in this life. So you can call on all of them. And if you're getting so you can feel the presence mm-hmm. of someone there, get to know them. It might be Sananda, but it might be Sananda bringing in your personal guide, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So enjoy it. Great. Yeah. Thank you. That's Thank you. terrific. So this is a really good question. Mm-hmm. We're all psychic. We all are, and it's getting we're getting more so. So if you feel a presence around you, say, welcome. I'm so glad you <laughs> came. Come and sit with me. I'm going to sit down in my chair and meditate, and you can talk to me, and I'll, I'll listen, and I'll ask you questions, and I want to get to know you. And you will be amazed what you will experience. Great. Yes, pursue I, it. I feel like I feel like my telepathy has gotten really strong, mm-hmm. and my voice is failing me. And I'm going. Am I just getting ready to move into that level of communication? <laughs> oh, well, sure. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on with my voice? <laughs> Well, there's another element that happens, too, when our chakras are all being tuned. And there may be, for you, an element of you're going to get ready to start really expressing yourself. Really telling your truth. And not holding it back. So, you have a lot to look forward to. You're going to have some big fun as soon as you start really connecting with your guides. And what you're going to find from them is they are going to support you in everything you want to try. If it's new and it's joyful, you're going to get all kinds of support. So awesome. have fun. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Thank thanks, you. Carmen. Okay. Thank you, Carmen. I've gone ahead and closed your line. And uh, be sure and hit number one. And uh, 352 is already open. Your line is open, and we're waiting for you. 352. My name is is Rod, and I'm from Florida. Hi, Rod. How you doing? You've mentioned in the last couple of days uh, subtleties. You know, like uh, people complain over the fact that uh, uh, something didn't happen right away, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Like Atlantis didn't pop up out of the ocean yet, so I was reading the Dinar Guru webpage today, and mm-hmm. I came across this one article. I'm reading down, and I go, Scott, this doesn't sound like anything it ought to be in a in a newspaper like uh, like, like I'm reading. So I skipped on down to the bottom of it, and it was by St. Germain. Oh, yes, I know what you're referring to, yeah. And I thought to myself, I said, good grief, this would never have happened 15 years ago. Somebody would, wouldn't have the, uh, whatever it would be called right. in a newspaper like this. And here it is, and we're all expecting these people that read it to accept it. And I thought, that is just great. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I noticed that, too. And I went, oh, look at this. He even managed to get into the newspaper. (laughs) I was laughing because, right, this is a pretty straight line, you know, financial report kind of place. And here they are quoting St. Germain, right, like within the paragraph. So, yeah, that was your observation for today? Pardon me? That was that's what you called to tell us. Yeah, it was an observation, a not, too, not a question. A not too subtle subtlety, right? Well, anyway, I take my two minutes, so I'll get off. Oh, <laughs> thanks. God. It's nice to hear okay, from you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, thank you, Rod. And nine five four, you're coming up. Your line's open. Nine five four. There you Ending go. Ending in seven nine three zero. Oh. Seven nine three oh, zero. I'm always here. Hi Anne. Hi Catherine. Hi. Who is this? Natalie. It's Nadine. Nadine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to. What's your question, Nadine? My question. I don't have a question. I just like to be online. One thing. One. One. You come online. If you don't press one, sometimes the phone go off. So you always have to keep it. With Oh, oh, you don't have to press the one to stay online. Um, if you yeah, want to listen on your, if you press the one right now, you can continue to listen. You don't have to. Yeah, but sometimes you sit and turn it off, and I press off, but it's always on for me. I don't know why. Oh, oh yeah. Well, okay. We'll just we'll just ignore that you're that your question is, your hand is raised, if you yeah, didn't have a question. Thank you. That's what I always want to yeah. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Thank you anyway. I think she Thank you for letting us know, Nadine. I'm, gonna, I'm going to move on to the next person who's waiting here, and that's in 520 area code. Come on. Hello there. Yes. Hi there, Anne. Hello, Catherine. It's Cynthia. I really don't have a question, uh, not one that can be answered very quickly. I just wanted to say that the coming and the knowing, it's, it's like, it feels like it's like it's a knowing now. And mm-hmm. it's knowing that the RV is coming any time, any minute, any second, and also that, you know, we're, we will be moving 
And then I'm a little anxious because I really want to ascend, so I don't want to be, go into an urban area. <laughs> maybe, then I'm thinking maybe you should go to northern Arizona or go further south, closer to Anne, because of the fact that uh, what was said on Sunday. But it's just this... What was that? There is a piece. Pardon? What are you talking about? You don't Remember want to go when, into an urban area. Well, because they said that the uh, ships would be landing in rural areas. Oh! Right? And I want to participate in that experience. <laughs> no? Me, don't worry. You're not going to miss anything. Well, it's, you know, <laughs> California, gonna... California is huge. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are going to be... So many ships landing that that we're just not going to be able to even count them all. It might not be in the first day, but once the once the first few come and and are able to land and then leave and make contact and you know once we've established communication, they are there are millions of them up there, millions. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Don't worry, yeah. you're not going to miss it. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I have a dear friend that uh, passed on the 23rd of April, and he would talk to me about traveling to Mars and doing these things and seeing lights on uh, the moon and also on Mars and going here and going there. And he was trying to, he says, you know, it's like I'm trying to figure out where, which, where I'm actually from. And he says, Uh I can travel throughout the universe in moments. And I met him about 10 years ago. And so when he passed, his wife just said, this is Marilyn uh, Alfred passed. And I I haven't, you know, I didn't know her. You know, I only spoke to him off and on for the last 10 years. So, and it was, um, I met him because of a whole situation like a Freedom Club thing. But anyway... Mm -hmm. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that I I really want to, um, he was going to help me. He says, I will help you with, uh, with with traveling. And then we never got to that. Like two weeks later. He oh, you're not going to need any help. You're okay. Gonna, you're going to know exactly what to do. It's all there. We're all going to hold hands and go, wee. Yes. Yes, you don't need any help. It's all there in our subconscious. We know what to do. And yeah. your higher self knows exactly what you need and is going to tell you where to be at the right time. So don't worry you know about what? it. Months ago, months ago, when we were talking about this, okay, then I'll be done. Yeah, said, uh, yeah, we need oh, to move on. I know, I know. You said, oh, you probably, you probably are a little afraid, and I said, oh no, because I've always known I would be okay. But you know what? Then I thought about it, and I thought, you know, what if a little ship does land right here in front of us, and someone comes through the door? I think I'm going to be a little bit um, apprehensive, just a little, just something, you know, little twinges here and there. But no. um, just but I want it. to go. Just refuse it. Don't let yourself do that. No, no. I, uh, yeah. That, that, yeah. You okay. know, I I have a story to tell here. A quick one. Okay. Um, we talked about. Uh, Dan was talking earlier about all the times that I've been tested. I live at the end of a dead-end road. And one night, 
at 3 o'clock in the morning, my front doorbell rang. (laughs) I never locked my door then, so, you know, I woke up, went, walked downstairs, didn't see anybody around. The light hadn't gone on. So I walked around the house a little bit, trying to figure out what that might be. In the back of my mind, I had a little suspicion, but... I went to the front door and I looked out, nobody there. So I shut the door and as I was turning to walk away, I flipped the lock. And then I went, ah, they got me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they got me on the doorbell. (laughs) There was nobody there. They rang my doorbell. So it was a test to see if I would... Remain calm, think nothing of it, go back to sleep. That's what we're all learning right now. Right. They are here to help us 100%. There are no exceptions. There is no dread to be had unless you insist upon it. And why would you want to do that? No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Okay. So just put okay. your foot down. <laughs> okay, you two. I'm going to move you All right. on. Thank you. <laughs> so that was a great story. Okay, thanks, <laughs> Cynthia. Thank you, sweetie. And 702 is already open and uh, in queue. Come on, 702. Yeah, hi, Ann and Catherine. This is Pete in Kansas City. Hi, yeah. Pete. And I'm going to tell you it's going to be our last call. Oh, Awesome. I uh, I kind of stumbled onto you guys a couple months ago, Welcome. and just right away, right away, I felt such a sense of of love for your show and just the work that you guys are doing for all of us. And I wanted to let you know that. And um, thank you. Let's see. About a month ago, uh, my mom passed away in J- this past January, uh. and about a month ago, I was looking in my uh, living room mirror. And I just kind of said in my mind, you know, Mom, will you let me take a picture of you? And I I clicked my cell phone camera about three different times. And in the, I guess it was, I think it was the last one. It might have been the middle picture. There's clearly an entity up kind of high (laughs) near the ceiling. And and it looks like, you know, it had really nice feathered hair and, uh, it does. I can't say it looks like my mom, but it kind of resembles her hair. I don't know, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone, I, I posted the picture on uh, one of the TNT uh, when they were doing um, what do you call it? Uh, they had a spiritual section, and mm-hmm. someone wrote. Someone saw the picture and they said, "You know, I just got a I just got a message that a." Uh, Whoever that is is part of the council, and I went whoa. So I know this is—it's very personal. Uh, but Ooh, I, I am getting touch. Whoosh! Yeah, whoever this is really wants me to tell you she's here. Oh, really? Yeah, and she's <laughs> delighted at this conversation. She's uh, she's chuckling. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and she's yeah, I'm, delighted I'm that you thought to take her picture. 
Oh wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I really I really appreciate you telling me even though this is you know, it's more of a personal <laughs> nature, but uh, uh I've just been dying to know, so well, uh, bad choice of words there. <laughs> well, yeah. So cool. <laughs> cool mother. <laughs> Thanks for bringing her to the call. <laughs> All right, and thank you guys so much. And I and I also like someone else had just mentioned earlier. I really also have that deep sense of knowing now that we're we're finally going to see things really take off. Mhm. Yeah. RV and everything. Okay. Thanks, Pete. And all right. Thank you, guys. Love you. Yeah. Okay. You too. So thanks uh, for everybody. That was it. Was a great one. Yeah. Okay. That's everybody just one left, contributes. Catherine. But you said that was the last the last call, huh? Now that's going to be the last call for tonight. But okay. did you notice this is exactly what we've all been talking about? Everybody is saying, I've accepted it. I know it's happening. I know it's done. And therefore, it's done. Of course, yeah. It's already a reality because uh, there's no more uncertainty bouncing around. It's mm-hmm. it's solid. It's solid. Uh-huh. So I I said we were going to have a short call tonight. It turned out to be a long call. But it was great fun. Yeah, and, and everybody was good on the, they got their questions in and and mm-hmm. they had the courtesy to uh take the burden off of me. I don't like to be the bad guy and uh, close their own call. That was nice. You couldn't be the bad guy if you tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> oh, gee. Well, that was a great Hi. talk. That was great, and we want to thank Sananda and St. Germain. Don't forget, St. Germain said he's waiting for our response. He's right. glad. He's always there with us, but he would like to hear some response. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's they want to done. communicate. Uh huh. Yeah, they do. All right. So I'm going to put on our regular Wednesday night music, Lucille by Jonathan Goldenthal. So here's Joe. Thank you for a great call, Catherine. Wonderful (laughs) call. Thank Thank you. All right. Good night, everybody. And we will be back on Sunday at 2 o'clock. See you then. Okay. Bye-bye. I did put on the music. Forgot. There it's it the is. wrong button. Here we go. Hi, everyone. <laughs>